As I'm sure you know by now, Jim Harbaugh went to Southern California, the home of the Rose Bowl, also the L.A. Chargers, to interview formally for the Chargers head coaching job opening on Monday. Now, at last of the day, they tweeted out they finished it. There's a lot of rumors and indie windows out there about Jim Harbaugh's future, whether it's with the Chargers, with another NFL team, and an available job, or several that could become available here in the next few days. Plus, big-time rumors on Jim Harbaugh's contract renegotiation with Michigan that uh, are out there on the internet sphere today. But, guys, before we jump on to that, if you liked winning the national championship and you don't want to jinx it, right, keep the good vibes going. We're like, our record is better than J.J. McCarthy's record. I think it's 37-1 and now. Put out the good vibes. Like this video. Make sure this isn't a one-time thing that uh, Michigan Football Report, Michigan Football Program, and you, the Michigan Football fan, experience more national championships in the future to come. Like today's video, we've got a ton of things to talk about. It's the Michigan Football Report by Chat Sports. Let's get going right now. I am James Joder. Let's get into it. Now, the NFL is so much different than college football, right? College football, everyone's denying everything. No coach actually ever interviews for a job until he really accepts it. Every coach was, uh, you know, if he accepts a job, he's always the first choice of the team. But the NFL actually publishes it when uh, they interview coaches, when they talk to coaches, et cetera. So the Chargers uh, came out, you know, over the weekend. Then on Sunday uh, from Adam Schefter and others, and then even Monday that Jim Harbaugh was going to the Chargers on Monday to officially interview for the job. In the afternoon, uh, Church put this out. We've completed our interview with Jim Harbaugh, for head coach that's uh, at Chargers on Twitter, a.k.a. KX. I still call it Twitter. I don't know. I still call it Twitter. It's probably going to take me several years before I'll ever call it X. Uh, they tweeted this. They x this out, a uh, picture of it. So uh, they've done it for quite a few coaches, right? They've already interviewed four or five different head coaches. I think I read that they're going to interview up to 10 head coaches. Now, they could get a little jump on things with Harbaugh because they don't have to abide by these different rules. If they want to talk to a coach that's in the NFL playoffs still, let's say an assistant coach, a DC, an OC with uh, one of the eight teams remaining in the NFL playoffs, they've got to wait until January 22nd, so it's that next Monday, to do so. There are seven jobs available still in the NFL, head coaching jobs. Uh, the Patriots filled their job. They made a hire of Jared Mayo, Gerard Mayo. Which one it is, uh, Jack? People have some Gerard Mayo, there's some Mayo truthers out there in the pronunciation of his name. They've got the coach, so it was eight, now down to seven. But we could have three or four more out there, right? The Eagles are fed up with the performance of their team, their head coach on the stretch. The Steelers, maybe it's time to move on from Mike Tomlin. Hell, even the Dallas Cowboys, after their uh, putrid playoff performance, could be an opening, so we could have up to ten available as Jim Harbaugh interviews. Now the reports come out today from Yahoo Sports that Harbaugh and Michigan have basically agreed to all the terms in the contract, but there's just a couple things that are holding up the process, and they're pretty big ones, right? We've told you about this in the past, that Harbaugh doesn't want to be caught off guard, right? He doesn't want to pull things off the plate, off the table, and say, hey, I'm going to re-sign with Michigan, a contract extension, but Michigan's got all the leverage if anything comes out of this Connor Stallion situation that they could claim is for cost. Let me paint a picture for you. Let's say a year and a half from now, they say, oh, well, Jim Harbaugh was copied on an email or text message from Stallion's of these things. That's for cause. Michigan went 9-4 and four last season, and they're off to a 2-2 two and two start this year. We're going to fire Harbaugh for cause because we want to get out of the 60 or so million dollars we owe him left on that contract extension, right? Kind of the Mel Tucker situation at Michigan State. Now, I don't 
think that would happen given what Harbaugh's brought to this team, three straight Big Ten championships, a national championships. But it is interesting. I would push for that if I was Jim Harbaugh. There's no reason not to because, really, they could say anything is for cause if it's outside of the guidelines of what a football coach should be doing. So I don't think Harbaugh's uh, you know, a bad guy by off, you know, asking for this or pushing for this in general. Now, the one thing that's interesting is if he signs an extension right in the next week, two weeks, three weeks, he is asking Michigan, apparently, according to Yahoo Sports, that it not start until after February 15th. Now, why is that significant? I think that's the day after, right? The, uh, the, I think it's the day after the Super Bowl. It is. Let me check that really quick before uh, we look at it. So Super Bowl is uh, on the 11th. So it's the 15th, so four days after the Super Bowl that that contract wouldn't start. That's important from Michigan's perspective because that means you know, Jim Harbaugh could sign a contract here. He could sign an extension. They're reporting six years, $69 million, which is kind of in line with what, what I reported uh, about a month ago or so, uh, much different than the NFL Network uh, report. Uh, you know, I think it was on Christmas Eve of $120 million. Um, after February 15th, that means that he could still sign an extension, and then three or four weeks from now, after the playoffs are over, Cowboys make a late decision. They're looking for a new coach. Boom, he could get out of it. The buyout is only $1.5 million now. Apparently, they're trying to go for like a $4 million buyout, which still doesn't seem like that much. We're talking about a $70 million contract. So if that's what happens, Jim Harbaugh basically could interview for jobs for the next month and still have a Michigan football contract ready to kick in on February 15th. For me, Harbaugh is looking for full financial protection plus having all of his NFL options, right? Let's say he goes through the process. He signs a contract with Michigan tomorrow. The charge job isn't for him, but he talks to this team, that team, this team, that team, the Steelers, the, the Eagles, whoever, and... At the end of the day, it's not the, either not the right job for him or he's not the right job guys for any of the jobs he likes. Boom, he's got the contract for Michigan. He's got it all done, right? Or he could have this there and still talk to them and then take a, a job with the NFL, use this Michigan deal 11 and a half. Maybe it gets a 12, 12 and a half when all the you know, fine you know, details are done. Then he gets to there. He could use that as leverage with an NFL team. Hey, Michigan's got me $12.5 million, six years, seven years. I want 15 from you. So Jim Harbaugh is just protecting himself. And given the fact that he uh, you know, won a national championship, I don't blame him at all. Now, Yahoo Sports also saying that Harbaugh wants immunity. It's kind of what we talked about at the top of the show. Immunity from any NCAA violations, mostly from whether or not, if there's anything that comes down in the future that may give Michigan the opportunity to fire him for cause or anything like that, that it does not lay in the hands of one man in that, you know, the way things work at college athletic departments, that one man being Ward Manual. So talk about that more in a second, more about what Harbaugh apparently reportedly has proposed to Michigan if there are sanctions that would normally come down for cause. But let's ask you guys this question. What we've talked about with the delayed start of the deal, the financial terms, the uh, taking out of the for cause, the immunity language, should Michigan give in to Jim Harbaugh's contract language? I'll talk to you more about that in a moment. Go downstairs, go down in the comments, I should say, answer yes or no. Talk about that more in a second. Why are you going down and commenting? I'm going to tell you about today's sponsor, and that, once again, is Prize Picks, the easiest and fastest way to play daily fantasy sports. I'm not a big daily fantasy sports guy, but that has changed this football season with Prize Picks. You pick more or less on player stats to win up to 25 times your money. Now, for this week's NFL Divisional Round games, I have got a three-pack of picks for you. Josh Allen, I'm going more than 237.5 passing yards against the Chiefs. How about Dalton Schultz? From the Houston Texans, I'm going more than 36 and a half receiving yards against the Baltimore Ravens. And Aaron Jones, huge game against the Cowboys, but I'm going less against that vaunted 
49ers defense, less than 73.5 rushing yards. I just picked more or less on these prize picks. I go up to 25 times my money. Now, you go up to six picks, you go up to 25 times your money, and it goes the more picks you make, the more money you can make. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. As I said, you just pick two, three, four, five, or six players. Prize picks gives you stats, and you just pick more or less. How simple is that? I can make my picks in less than 60 seconds, and you can get up to a $100 first deposit match when you go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. That's prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Get a first deposit match up to $100. Have some fun. Try PrizePix. It's become my favorite sports app this football season. So my take on this here, it's pretty simple. Is Michigan really going to push back on this stuff, knowing what has happened over the last three years, right? a 40-3 and three record, knowing that Harbaugh could have and maybe should have been fired after the 2020 season, after the failures against Ohio State for the prior, prior five years, but he wasn't. But he took a, he accepted a 50% pay cut. And now when the tables are turned, he's not asking for a 50% or 100% like, uh, you know, hey, we took you from eight down to four. He's not saying, hey, I want to go eight up to 16, although he probably deserves it. All he's basically saying is, look, I don't want to leave my future. I don't want to say no to an NFL job that's $75 million or $100 million guarantee. And then a year and a half or two years, you guys say, we're firing you for cause, and it's coming down to one man's decision. That's Ward Manuel. He's basically saying, hey, I'll, I'll come back to Michigan, maybe. I want to keep my NFL options open. But if I come back to Michigan, you are giving me the same protection I would have, a guaranteed, fully guaranteed contract, no matter what happens out of this counter stallion stuff. And I think as long as Harbaugh maybe signs an affidavit that says, like, hey, I told you everything I know, or maybe he takes a lie detector test, I don't know, not, nothing crazy like that. But as long as, like, something crazy doesn't come out and he signs what on that paper that he is saying he knew remains the same, I don't think Michigan should have any problem with this. The only problem I would push back on maybe is that Harbaugh still wants the contract, but the optionality to leave Michigan and go to an NFL job this year, right? In the next one month from now, uh, it's the 14th today, 16th today, so the next 29, 30 days. That's a little tough pill to swallow. I think it still hurts recruiting. It doesn't really do what a long-term contract extension is supposed to do for a coach, which is make sure your coaches, your players, your recruits, your fans feel secure you'll be here long-term. What I don't want to have happen is that Harbaugh comes back, and this is an annual, 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 annual thing every single year, right? I think people get sick of it, and I think it's already hurting Michigan recruiting. Harbaugh's shown away you know, the ability to get over that over the past couple of seasons, but this just can't be. It can't go on past this year. Maybe three, four, five years from now, it wants to happen again, sure, but it just cannot be an annual thing for uh, Jim Harbaugh to continue to look at the NFL every single offseason. Now, that 10-year uh, deal, $125 million deal from the NFL Network, I told you I thought it was BS. I told you that I didn't think that it was anything lining up with what I heard you know, back around Christmas time. That's obviously true at this point. I think the numbers of $11 to $12 million, but more of a six- to eight-year extension or deal, um, my, my initial you know, insight was seven years basically you know, mirroring this new Big Ten uh, football um, extension, uh, you know, schedule extension, but now it's being reported six years. So six years, seven years, half a dozen in one hand, six in the other. You guys know how the saying goes. Wetzel went on to say this, and this is maybe one of the more important things in the entire article. Harbaugh seeing, seeing a matrix of fines be spelled out if there is any future NCAA violations, as well as prohibiting the school's athletic director, right? Athletic director. Doesn't just say the school, the school's athletic director, from firing him for cause and instead having that decision 
Should it ever rise, rest in a three-member arbitration panel, sources said. That's from Dan Wetzel's article on Yahoo Sports. Now, it's pretty clear to me, Jim Harbaugh doesn't trust his future in Ward Manuel's hands. And I think it's pretty interesting because this is just like Harbaugh, I think, outside the box. I was like, what does that mean? A matrix of fines spelled out. I think that means to himself, right? It's like, hey, if something comes out that says, we knew X or I did Y, whatever it is, $5 million fine I'm paying back to the school. If I did this, $2 million fine. If I did this, $500,000 fine. I think that's what Jim Harbaugh is trying to spell out where they say, hey, you're not going to fire me, but we can both agree if something comes back on this, um, I knew I was on the counter science thing, $25 million fine, whatever it is. Um, and that gives Michigan some financial protection while Jim Harbaugh just doesn't go, you know, oh, I'm out of a job, et cetera. It kind of, you know, lets Michigan hang, take some egg off of their face. So Harbaugh, Ward Manual, the trust, right? I think there was probably some trust lost in that 2020 negotiation, although I think Ward Manual went out on a limb and kept Jim Harbaugh when a lot of people, probably yourself, probably me, thought Jim Harbaugh should be fired. The trust has come out, and Harbaugh now wants it to rest in a three-member arbitration panel. Who knows who those people would be? It'd probably be Santa Ono, a member of the Board of Regents, and somebody else. Who knows? But not in the decision. Don't leave that decision up to one Ward Manual. Let me ask you guys this question. Where do you think Jim Harbaugh will coach in 2024? It's a pretty simple ask. Is it the NFL or Michigan? If you think it's Michigan, give me an M down in the comments. If it's the NFL, give me an N. I'm able to ask a second part of this. Give me, let me know what the team you think he's going to coach, one of the seven teams we showed you that have available jobs, or one of the three, four, maybe even five teams that could fire the coach, depending on what happens uh, over the next couple weeks. Let's talk more about the future of Michigan football. All right? um, you guys probably know most of this, but I thought we'd break it down very simply and easy for everybody to consume. Who's leaving? Who's coming back? Uh, who's leaving early, leaving eligibility on the table, and who was out of eligibility? So on offense, we got J.J. McCarthy, right? Uh, I don't blame J.J., um, although if you look at the 2025 NFL draft, if you look at quarterbacks next year in college football, it's pretty brutal, right? It's Quinn Ewers, and I guess Shadur Sanders is kind of, I don't think he's in, I don't know, we'll see what happens with him. Um, and then a lot of names that are just completely unproven. Blake Corum leaves the year of eligibility on the table. Roman Wilson also, Cornelius Johnson out of eligibility. A.J. Brunner did have that COVID year, could have come back for 2024. Michigan loses six offensive linemen, right? And five of the six had eligibility. Zach Sincher, you knew that one. Trevor Keegan, Drake Nugent all had one year remaining. Ladarius Henderson's played six years in college football, so he did not have any. Carson Barnhart did. And Trente Jones, a five-year player, redshirted, plus a 2020 COVID year. He did have one year of eligibility. My take is their position coach and their offensive coordinator is Sherman Moore. If Jim Harbaugh gets an NFL job, I don't necessarily think I say I would agree with it, but I do think that Sharon Moore would get the job the same day, or if it happened late in the day, he'd be announced uh, sometime early to morning to mid-afternoon the following day that he is the new Michigan head coach. I don't think there would be any, uh, you know, uh, he's an interim coach while we do a search or anything like that. I think Michigan would just say, hey, he was the guy who stepped up, stepped in, won games against Ohio State, Penn State, and others. He is our new head football coach. Jim Harbaugh vouched, vouched for him, and Michigan is going to try the Lloyd, or the, I'm sorry, the Bow to Mo to Lloyd progression plan that's worked at plenty of other schools, right, over the past few years. If you guys have yet to do so, Michigan Football Report is your off-season headquarters for news, rumors, depth charts, spring practice, and recruiting. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're getting close to 31,000 subscribers, aren't we? We're a couple hundred away from 31,000 subscribers. Let's talk more about the future of Michigan football. Who is leaving this team on defense? Now, there's a lot of guys leaving on defense. Seven players who were starters last year, but I still love the defense coming back next year. Chris Jenkins, he's leaving a year of eligibility on the table. Braden McGregor, he's leaving a year of eligibility on the table as well. Jalen Harrell is leaving two years of eligibility on the table, but they are all leaving that Michigan defensive line. But there's a lot of talent coming back. 
on that defensive line. Both starting linebackers, Junior Colson, one year of eligibility. Mike Barrett, he's a six-year guy. He is uh, out of eligibility. And then Mikey Sainer still was out of eligibility. And there's some contention on this. I kind of thought I read that he had a year of eligibility, but I looked at the numbers. It doesn't seem to me like Josh Wallace actually does, although everyone on Twitter does think he had a year of eligibility. He's played five full years of college um, and had that one COVID year. So I don't know where that, the extra year comes in. I don't see a six-year on his play. I feel, still think this is a top-10 team going into 2024. And people say, James, 10 starters are gone off of offense. 10 starters and six of the top seven offensive linemen. Basically, the top six offensive linemen, Miles Hidden, expected to return. But if you think back 2015, 2016, Jim Harbaugh won with an Iowa cast-off and Jake Rudock, Wilton Spate, right? And then, obviously, got a transfer portal quarterback in 18 and 19 in Shea Patterson. And then he won with Cade McNamara, who not a lot of people thought could win. Saw what he could do at Iowa wasn't a ton. So I think there's a quarterback on this roster that could win nine or ten games. And there's still the transfer portal out there this spring. A lot of talent coming back on this team, though. Diamond Edwards, the Don. Big game Don. Two touchdowns against Ohio State. Two touchdowns in the national title game. Uh, huge games against Penn State, both 2022 and in 2023. Huge Big Ten championship game in 2021 with the pass and 2022 running the ball. Those four guys are coming back again. This defense, this team, it's a top 10 team in my opinion. This defense could be an all-timer, right? You might have the best two interior defensive linemen in the country coming back next year, right? Mason Graham and Kenneth Grant, right? Josiah Stewart, Derek Moore. There shouldn't be a huge drop-off on the edge. You've got um, Ernest Hausman and the transfer from Maryland, who's a starter the last two years. I can't remember his name. You guys know who I'm talking about. Transfer Porter guy coming over from Maryland. Top, uh, you know, 200 player a couple years ago. Then in the secondary, you've got three of the five starters, right? Josh Wallace and Mike Sanders still. But they've got Will Johnson, right, coming back. You've got Rod Moore coming back. You've got Makari Page coming back. Keon Sav and others ready to make an impact. So it's a top 10 defense. A lot of offensive linemen, wide receivers, etc., looking to make an impact. Colson Loveland might have the best tight end in all of college football. Just an offensive philosophy to match what I think is a top three or four defense, maybe even the best defense in college football next season. So don't uh, see a lot of people doom and gloom out there. They just won a national title eight days ago, basking it for just a little while. And if you guys like winning that national championship, folks, make sure you like the video. We will be all on top. We've got our travel, uh, you know, travel um, patterns out of us. Jack's got some sleep. I got some sleep. We are ready to rock and roll this entire 2024 offseason. Make sure you guys like today's video. Until I see you next time, go blue.